0: Hello, my name is Brenda, she, her.
1: I'm Austin, he, they, she.
0: And this is Secret Secret Histories of of Nerd Nerd Mysteries. Mysteries. Well, let's just begin the episode.
1: Let's just start the episode. We're starting the episode now, everybody.
0: We're starting the episode!
1: <laughs> this is Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. I'm host Austin.
0: I'm host Brenda. Hello. Good morning. How are you?
1: Or good afternoon. We, I, you know, or afternoon or evening. We don't, like, time's weird.
0: I've this... been to the dentist today, so. Whoa. Yeah, I got up. My dentist appointment was at 8.30. Oh my And God. I got up, and then I went and bought a bed skirt. Austin, bed skirts? don't exist anymore
1: no we what we bought we have like a fitted we have like a fitted sheet and then like a very cheap like like a sheet for your body i don't know what that word it's just a sheet right there's fitted sheet and sheet are those the two sheets
0: yes like a a cover sheet like a
1: bed sheet like a dust cover for your body
0: for your body for your bed
1: but we we did that and that's like it looks like we have a bed skirt (laughs) that works I did air quotes that nobody can see. Bad skirt. Audio. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so do we want to roll into some nerd news before we get to Cartoon Network part three?
1: Yeah, we have some nerd news, everybody. Uh my participation in nerd news this week is the Apple Epic Fortnite stuff, which you may or may not have heard about. There's a lot going on. Apple's been to Congress over it to be investigated. Mm-hmm. Um I'm pulling most of my information from an article on Forbes that we will link in the show notes so you can read and read all the stuff they link to and learn more about it as you want. Essentially, Epic, who is the creator for Fortnite and a bunch of other stuff, um, thought they could get around Apple. Anytime you release stuff through the App Store, when people buy stuff in your app or game, Apple gets a cut of it. Uh, And Fortnite thought they would like release an update that could get around this and then apple would try and close them and then fortnite would open up a lawsuit to show how anti-competitive apple is and then they could knock apple down a peg was kind of the plan it sounds like they which they is...
0: hoping would happen
1: <laughs> that is not how it has played out um apple has just tripled down every time they've been challenged fortnite's not on the app store right now This is that... wild People that have Fortnite on their Apple devices can keep it. They can't get it off your your device. But if there's ever a big patch, you won't get it. Yeah. Um, Apple is also now taken to. They are ready to take down anything connected with the Unreal Engine, um, because it's connected to Epic and Fortnite. And uh, for those that don't know, just quick, quick little sidebar: the Unreal Engine is the engine for. I don't. I don't have real numbers. I want to say probably like sixty percent of games use it in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of big AAA games and a lot of big AAA companies use the Unreal Engine. And this quote here, uh, here it is. There's a quote here from Rod Bilasho. I assume he is connected somehow to Epic Games. Uh, tweeted: Apple has informed Epic Games that it will terminate all their developer accounts and cut up. Off- Cut Epic off from iOS and Mac development tools. Uh, that's big. Like, if you have a Mac and you're like, "Wow, I can't play a lot of games on a Mac," it could get even smaller. Apple even is like, worse. <laughs> Apple was like, fine. We just won't let people play games anymore. Games are illegal
0: now. <laughs> and then um, for in Fortnite, uh, Epic had like this ad based on Apple's old 1984
2: ad, mm. um, which oh, yeah. I. F-
0: I feel like people playing Fortnite have never seen this because I've only seen it because I was dead in the 80s. <laughs> um, I've only. <laughs>
2: well, we, I... we worked. We were our
1: Ah, yes, only... my first death.
0: <laughs> I was dead all throughout the 80s. Yeah, I've only seen it in like, um, I think it was econ class or something i don't know what class yeah. it was a teacher was just like look at this shit and for those of you who have not seen apple's 1984 ad it's probably on
1: youtube um it's referencing a bunch of stuff there's like a futurama bit about
0: yeah but like futurama was geared towards adults who had been alive in the 80s that's Fortnite true, that's true. Mostly <laughs> kids
1: i was a teen watching futurama and didn't get that joke at first
0: yeah so that was interesting it's like well i get what you're going for guys but no one no one gets this um another thing is is like i feel apple's definitely overstepping their bounds but on the other side we have a company that's been monetizing like using loot boxes and like v bucks in order to like farm money out of children which i'm not a fan of so this is a whole wild thing i think apple's definitely overreacting but i can't say like yeah epic should be able to have V v bucks Ah!" Or, or epic
1: yeah it's <laughs> it's it's interesting because epic is like enemy of my enemy in this because yeah they, they definitely microtransactions exist have existed in games and especially like cheap app games for a long time mm-hmm. it's not new but they made it they made it normalized in like western games um
0: and now it's hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, now it's hell. Not like every game has it. Uh, not not every game. A lot of games have it. It's like the new thing to do for big AAA title video games when they release. Mm-hmm. They will have you can buy like just like Fortnite like skins or emotes and like other little things that they use to like generate profit throughout the game's lifespan. Um, mm-hmm. and it's not great. And it's it's something that I've been thinking about a because it's weird because like games. And it, like games, animation, art, everything like art is like owned by these businesses now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a lot about the history of Fortnite, uh, but there's always a weird. It's always interesting when you see them interview like developers, right? Like people like making the game because they want to make it, and then they interview like the CEO of Epic or like they have very different ideas on what they're trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah, um, I do know. I have one Fortnite fact, TM. Um, <laughs> The Battle Royale mode of the game was added very late. It was not oh. originally the point of the game. The game was supposed to be like a crafting, like a building game. Oh. When it was first announced. And um, the Battle Royale, like I think uh, PUBG
1: right. kind
0: of had one. It was starting to kind of be a thing and they were just like, oh, well, we'll just add this. And then that was the major draw for the game. Um, and that's how it kind of became as big as it was. Now, I don't know if that's if it's the case with Fortnite. Can you like buy weapons that give you an edge? in I Fortnite. don't
1: think so. i'm pretty sure the only things you can buy in Fortnite are like skins and emotes
0: okay because i don't quite have as much problem with that as i do with games where they're like you get the gun that makes you better at the game that's right. what i really have an issue with um right yeah and that's
1: but, that's from my experience of gaming that's becoming less popular because people push back on it so hard
0: which is um, good we should
1: the only real perpetrator it still is ubisoft Um, Mm. but they tend to do it, I don't buy a lot of Ubisoft games anymore, which, Ubisoft just had a bunch of, like, abuser shit come out, uh, Mm -hmm. but Ubisoft was doing it mostly in their, um, single-player games, so I think it was more of, like, people didn't care, because there wasn't a competitive aspect, it was just, like, you could buy, like, the best sword in Assassin's Creed, or whatever, or if you pre-order, you got, like, the- a plus a five star sword like immediately um Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and that was like eh like you know like you you it wasn't a big deal to people because it was a single player game but they still tend to do from my understanding
0: yeah yeah from what i've seen as well yeah this whole thing we'll have to keep um keep tabs on what happens uh
1: yeah there's a
0: restraining order in the mix now
1: it's it this is this is a very big deal this quite literally will change what gaming looks like for- yeah. forever.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of things happening right now that's going change, to change life yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah. And it's really hard to internalize how big of a deal this is because my brain's just like... My brain is stuck in the parking lot in Grand Rapids with the mail sorting machines. Like, Oh, yeah,
1: there's... Uh, Yeah, there's a lot going on, and, you know, we we try and keep y'all updated in our little corner of nerddom, but please also, mail, please support the USPS. We
0: we need the mail. (laughs) People (laughs)
1: need mail. I have a package that's been sitting at a post office facility for Uh, two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, when I lived alone, I depended on getting things sent to me all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, my parents have to pay their house payment through... Because of like the company that has their mortgage, they have to pay it through the mail. That's the only way they can do it. Wow. Um, You know, people in rural areas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, the ma- please support the mail. We yeah, the if, mail. if this is
1: news to you, go just like go Google USPS support <laughs> question mark, and you'll find question you'll find mark? an article.
0: Yeah, I'm in the big Pontiac circle where they're taking sorting machines out so getting mail from like if i wanted to send you a letter austin getting mail from my zone to your zone impossible right
1: now yeah i i'm in the medium-sized Kent county garnapid circle so that together that makes an extra large circle I'm absolutely not
0: i really like i prefer to pay my bills through the mail because um pay. oh this is just a Brenda intricacy thing i just don't like paying things on my computer because it makes me very anxious that's fair yeah, so my mom's like, "Well, you have to pay through the thing now. Your bills are going to be late." And I'm just like,
1: eh. "Yeah." uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do any... I don't think I don't think I have any nerd news. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't think there there was anything else. The trailer came out for Justice League.
1: The, Snyder the trailer for cut. the trailer.
0: The, the Snyder cut. The trailer of the trailer. By for the time League came
1: out. By the time you're listening to this, everyone. DC fandom has happened because it happens. I think tomorrow or Saturday. It's It's the
0: twenty second. I I was just watching TBS. I was watching like Ant Man on TBS the other day, and it was just like DC fandom, DC fandom, DC fandom. and I'm just like, okay, I get it. Yeah.
1: So DC fandom has happened, and if you're not keyed into that, that's fine. It's essentially their solo Comic Con esque experience. They're gonna release all the trailers, so they're like. Big upcoming things, and I think that's it. Like, I think it's just the movies, I don't think they're really talking about their comics. Which
0: mm-hmm. that's kind of oh, that's a whole big thing with DC. That's where a they, whole big thing. <laughs> we mentioned last week that a lot of people got fired, and it just seems as though the direction that at&t who now owns all of Warner Media, is that right?
1: Yeah, they... at, le-
0: at least, yeah, at least owns DC now. Has decided that the only profitability from DC is, like, can this make a good movie? Can this make yeah. a good thing? Which is, like, comic books are their own thing. Um, I know comic book movies are really, really big. But, like, comic comic books are super valid and, like, selling better than ever. Like, how can people just ignore that?
1: It's very scary. The, the person... It was Jim Lee who said it, too.
0: Jim Lee, of all people. <laughs> Jim Lee has been in comics... <laughs> forever he started out as just like a little independent guy he's one of the founders of image,
1: mm-hmm. he, uh, what, image a, comics. what a life right like he helped yeah. found image and now he's on like in interviews talking to AT&T like oh well they'll never get rid of comics because we can make good we'll make a comic and then they will be like we can make a good movie out of this so we need comics to make movies and you're like what
0: Ooh, it's like you went you've gone a long way since since you were making comics with your buds yeah. at image just making what you wanted because he didn't want anyone to own what you were making
1: and now he owns um, it so he's like what's it matter
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter i'm the big cat now and it's like
2: mm, okay
0: i feel
1: like a lot of those image guys that's what's happened yeah we'll have to do got, a thing oh yeah. on that right
0: oh yeah i'll save that we'll talk about that when we we do need to talk about image comics down the line so i won't say anything else on that but yeah um I only have thirty-eight episodes of Detective Conan left. <laughs> That's what I've been doing.
1: Brenda's ascended. Brenda is oh, Detective my God. Conan. I, I, I'm pretty sure you could rock that haircut.
0: Well, I like looked at myself in the mirror and he's like the back of his <laughs> hair kind of sticks out. One, I've got these giant black glasses. And um I looked at myself in the mirror and like the back of my head is usually like sh- like buzzed down, mm-hmm. but we're in a pandemic, so it's not right now. And it's sticking out in the back. just, like,
1: going You're going to wake like, up one day and be 13. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, damn it. Um, he's seven, I guess. <laughs> he's not even a teenager. He's seven.
1: I can't wait for when the Earth reboots and you're just detective. No,
0: no I'd be fine with that, honestly.
1: <laughs> um. Wow. I I have nothing to say. Cartoon Network.
0: Aired well, that's our Detective segue. Conan Cartoon Network and <laughs> Conan in two thousand four is case closed. So Cartoon Network. Okay, so I have a list of uh, Cartoon Network shows. I'm just gonna mention a couple that we have missed. Oh um, yeah.
2: We've missed very a lot, briefly. everybody.
0: We've missed a lot. Now I have a list. I don't know why I didn't have a list before. Um it's been a while, a couple weeks. But anyway, um we we mentioned Ed Ed and Nettie. Cool. Um, Courage the Cowardly Dog is one we forgot.
1: I purposely didn't mention I do not like Courage the Cowardly Dog.
0: That's okay. <laughs> it exists, everyone. It exists. I like it, but we don't have to talk about it. Um, let's see. Another one we missed. Talked about uh Camp oh. Laszlo, we very briefly talked about that yeah. that canonically takes place in the uh Rocco's modern life universe
2: oh just it does. so you know
0: yes it does the last episode involves a character from Rocco's modern life so canonically they are in the same universe wow so you have a nickelodeon show and a cartoon network show do you
1: remember uh cartoon network used to buy ad space on nickelodeon
0: oh yeah that was such a flex
1: they would buy ad space on Nickelodeon, everybody, and then like mm-hmm. their cartoons be running around on the orange background, like, we're on the wrong network, we're not supposed to be here, come join us, and then they would say like whatever your channel was for Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um, And it was funny for me because mine were right next to each other, like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network were one channel apart, mm-hmm. and I learned it wasn't like that for everyone's like uh, cable, and so like they would run off the screen, and for me it was like they were running to the next channel. Any... Oh,
0: that's so cool. <laughs>
1: i'm sorry i just remembered that like
0: no that's cool i like that um another one i have nothing to say about squirrel boy but i just want everyone to relive the horror of uh squirrel boy no <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't make me
0: i'm going to all right and then um i guess we're in 2009
1: Seeing looking... real
0: Seeing real is here um there's also Secret Saturdays is still on in 2009. That was like an action show. And I, yeah. I didn't watch this a lot.
1: Do you remember this one? I remember. Didn't it eventually start airing on like ABC as well? Am I remembering I that right? Did, did Disney buy sh- it?
0: I don't think they did. Let me look this up. I don't think they did. But anyway, Secret Saturdays is like an action cartoon show.
1: Yeah, they were like um, a secret agent family. Nick, and is, their their name was the Saturdays.
0: Yeah, so they're a secret agent family, and they hunt cryptids. And I was, like, reading this, and I was just like, do they hunt them? I think they, or they protect them, or something. Cryptids are involved. And I was like, wow, yeah. that's, like, really ahead of its time, because, like, people are really obsessed with um, Mothman. Yeah, that... Although I think right now people want to kiss the Mothman,
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people want to deep kiss Mothman. If that show came out now, it'd be, like, fire.
0: Oh, yeah, everyone would be, like, really into it. Um, art style wasn't always my favorite, but it was fine i know a lot of people really liked it Mm -hmm. um i think this is kind of a point where cartoon network was trying to lean into some action cartoons um this is around when ben 10 ultimate alien came out so it's the third ben 10 series wow um so he's a teenager in that one and then in 2010 one of my favorite cartoons came out it's called generator x
1: (laughs) (laughs) you thought hey you thought Brenda was gonna say adventure time didn't you (laughs)
0: We'll mention Adventure Time, but Adventure Time is definitely going to be its own thing because yeah. there's so much to say about Adventure Time. I have so many good Adventure Time anecdotes.
1: I just, John, I, I can just feel it. I know there's someone who was like, she's going to say Adventure Time because yeah. it also came out in 2010.
0: <laughs> yeah, you
1: he got you were waiting
0: for me to say Adventure Time, but um, that just means you don't know me at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is the cool. only time I'm going to get to talk about rex okay okay so uh it's by the man of action so it's the same creators as ben 10 mm-hmm. um they've all left ben 10 at this point so oh. ben 10 is just in god's hands
1: yeah poor kid <laughs> never um, had a chance
0: never had a chance so generator rex was a long long long, long time ago uh an image comic called m rex oh this, this ties back into um image comics which we were talking about earlier um and it was very unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> and it was canceled after, like, three issues. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so so the Man of Action, which is, I think, Five Guys, Burger Surprise, um, they're at Cartoon Network and Ben 10's, like, the biggest shit. And Cartoon Network's just like, okay, well, do you have another show? And they're like, no, we don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, Craig McCracken left. You're the new Craig McCracken. We need another show. <laughs>
0: kids want action cartoons i guess
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah this show is about this kid named rex he's like a teenager he like lives at this like secret government facility he's lives in this world where all of these like unvis un- invisible nanomachines have escaped unstable nanomachines have escaped into the air and mm-hmm. have infected literally every living thing on earth cool and at any time they can just like glitch out and mutate whoever so this is plants people and animals can just glitch out. And Rex is the only person who can cure them. So he can kind of like tap into the nanite. So the whole series is like discovering like who he is, what's his deal, why can he do this? He's Mm -hmm. got amnesia so he doesn't know. And he's just a big dummy. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it. And it's like, it's definitely somewhat Akira inspired which is wild for a show on Cartoon
1: Network. (laughs) I feel like Cartoon Network like, I don't know, they flirt with that kind of stuff very often, but then are they like, I don't know if they're afraid to commit or what.
0: Yeah, I think there's some episodes of Generator X that are like really intense, like really body horror ish. Mm-hmm. I think it was, and that's why I think they like Cartoon Network started like pulling back. It got the Korra treatment
2: really uh... hardcore,
0: um, but it got three seasons, which isn't bad for a show. Um, and yeah, no one really knows about that one, but it's definitely one of my favorite. It's a good action cartoon, it's got some like creepy elements to it it has like an overarching plot it's got some good villains Mm -hmm. uh mark hamill's a villain in it so
1: you'll love the mark hamill
0: if you love mark hamill um he's in like two episodes (laughs) he plays a rock man (laughs) his mutation was he became a rock man
1: (laughs) wow oh okay (laughs) (laughs) um so we we glazed over it but so everyone 2009 was a dark year on in cartoon note. Uh, andrew
0: wk was there for it <laughs> andrew
1: wk was there the whole time i don't know why i don't know like i could not figure out why they got andrew wk
0: yeah why him why then did you find any answers
1: no they they just said he loved doing it which is cool i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was just down he was, just- he was like yeah i want to be a host at a Live action Cartoon Network show.
1: The only thing I could figure out was like he knew the people from Cartoon Network because he was on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which airs on Adult Swim. Mm. So like he was around. Like they, they all have the same office they work, like building they work out of.
0: <laughs> they, they opened a closet. <laughs> and just, Look, I'll do it. They were like, yeah, okay,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> but CN Real was what they replaced their Friday night, like. Line up with they had this whole line of like live action shows that uh Stewart who who is the like had C- he's a coo or something i don't know they've changed like who's in charge by title so many times he was in charge uh mm-hmm. he wanted to revitalize the network and so they released a slew of live action shows and for that whole year from 2009 to 2010 they did not release a single cartoon which is awful <laughs> on the cartoon Just- network <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm trying to find, um, okay, here's some, some titles. Destroy, Build, Destroy.
1: That was his show.
0: Dude, what would happen?
1: And so Destroy, Build, Destroy, and Dude, What Would Happen were, like, the popular ones, like, they lasted more than a year. The rest of them pretty much mm-hmm. fell off, like, after about a year.
0: I think my favorite of this is the ghost show, The Other Siders. Because, oh, yeah. one, that name. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I... That one ran from June 17th, 2009 to October 30th, 2009. So it didn't even make it. <laughs> it didn't even make it. It didn't even make it. Did it make it six months? It didn't even make it. Definitely didn't make it a year. Barely made no. it a couple months. Um, But they went to like the Queen Mary. They went to uh 50s movie town set. I'm reading the episode list. There mm. were two seasons of this.
1: Two How? seasons in one year. And they didn't even they, they really... a year. <laughs> <laughs> just slammed them in there huh
0: yeah there's wow. oh my goodness can i can i read you the air dates
1: sure
2: for
0: the last couple last season okay so this last season um episode starts with episode 12th october 7th 2009 mm-hmm. next episode october 9th october 12th october 14th 16 oh my God. 21 23 they, 26 27
1: 28 29 30 they, hey everybody Sorry. for for comparison <laughs> a cartoon network like animated show today you might get one episode every three months and you should be grateful.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead, they were like, we have to air the rest of this bad ghost show. <laughs> and so we're going to do it episode. in one week. That's what <laughs> happened with the last season of uh, Danny Phantom. Nickelodeon was just like, okay, you get one week, just all new episodes, one a night of Danny Phantom. Wow. I was
1: like,
2: thanks.
1: Yeah, a lot of the cN and real Thank stuff you. was like watered down live, like what reality reality quote-unquote tv was happening for like teen and adult programming so other siders are like there are a lot of like ghost shows that were popular in the like mid-2000s Is that was that's called it's weird because like there's like a hundred years of 2000s but to us yeah uh, yeah
0: ghost shows are really big because i think that's when like ghost adventures started yeah um and there were like a lot of copycats around then but like i feel like a ghost show for kids would have to be like and then, um, they weren't alive anymore. They have to take out all of the details yeah, like, like, of the story.
1: I never watched an episode. And then there's another one, um there's another scene real show called Bobby Says, which was like Kid Tosh oh, which why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't don't know why they did that, but they did.
0: Yeah. Um um, and then there was Annoying Orange, which is in this uh, list of um, live action shows. Uh, oh, that wasn't until 2012 though, so that's yeah. not part of CN Real. That was just a terrible
2: decision. That was just a bad idea. <laughs> well, they that was just
1: because awful. That year, they also released. They bought the rights to Hole in the Wall and started airing that. They also mm-hmm. aired a. They had two the last two live action shows were also Natural History and Tower Prep. Uh, Tower yeah. Prep was gonna be their, like but like X-Men type show I think yeah it was it was like canadian american like production uh and it's from the writer from Batman the animated series and Superman the animated series so like
0: this is Paul Dini so this is the creator of Harley
1: Quinn Yeah <laughs> he uh <laughs> he he made Batman he worked on Batman the animated series and he also made Harley Quinn and those are two equal and opposite truths we have to accept.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah. He, he's written some okay stuff. Um, what was I going to say? He also wrote for Ewoks, the cartoon.
1: There was an Ewoks <laughs> cartoon? So
0: oh, there was. Um, one second. Um, hey, everyone. I'm in the basement, and so is my 18-year-old cat. Um, and he's screaming, and I can't make him stop. So that's what that <laughs> noise is. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was going to mention... Oh, Paul Dini also did Crypto the Superdog. I was going to mention oh, that last yeah. week. And I didn't have a chance to. We're
2: so, um,
0: he's got his hands, his fingers in a lot of pies. Um, but, yeah, he created the show. Anyway,
1: continue, Austin. Oh, no, that was... See, Real was a dark time. That
0: was it. <laughs> I know with Tower Prep... Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I had one more Tower Prep thing. I know with Tower Prep, uh, Paul Dini came out pretty publicly and said that the reason it was canceled was because... Does this Wikipedia page have a statement? No, it doesn't have a statement. He made a statement about how um quote unquote like the the network thought the wrong demographic was watching it. This kind of ties into um, Young Justice and how like young like teenage girls were watching Young Justice. Yeah um, and that was the demographic. The that network the car- was that mad. The network wanted.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. weird, everyone. Cartoon Network had this pretty bad uh history, everyone, of like if for some reason if not boys were watching their shows, they were like, well, the show's a failure because in their mind, they couldn't get not boys to buy toys. Like they're like, well, the boys will buy all the toys. And that's how he again, like, like we talked about before in previous episodes about animation, a lot of cartoons get made because mm-hmm. someone wants to make money on toys. Yeah. And up and even up until like what we're talking about, like 2010, 2012 kind of stuff. Like, Companies are still thinking, like, well, if I can't sell toys, how will I make money?
0: Yeah. What's, like, a demon screaming again? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love him so much. (laughs) He's so old. Um, Yeah, and, like, I feel as though, like, teenage girls, this is just being very generic. Mm -hmm. Don't buy, like, as many toys. Like, some of them do. I definitely did. But, like, don't buy as many toys. A lot of them are writing fan fiction and, like, theorizing and talking Mm. to their friends. Like, that's kind of the experience That I had,
2: at least,
1: so. Well, they're, like, building... I feel like without, like, them getting into it, like, we don't have, like, the communities of fandom. Like, they're the ones, like, talking and building the... Like, there are so many fandom communities I'm a part of where it's mostly women leading it because they're the ones, like, building the community and talking and expanding in that way. And at the end of these companies, like, we don't care because we don't make money off of you having, like, a 10,000, like, (laughs) fan club online. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's like we don't make money from your your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
1: I mean even um, even recently, like uh, not Cartoon Network, but Nick canceled what I'm t- like what looks like the best action animated show ever from what I've seen. I haven't been able to stream it, but they canceled Rise of <laughs> t- They canceled Rise of TMNT because Hasbro ended the toy deal. Ugh. Like Hasbro was like these toys aren't selling enough, so we're gonna end the deal. And Nickelodeon walked into the cutting room. While they were making episodes to say, hey, you're being ended. Make, like, two more episodes and you're done.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: And it's like, well, Nickelodeon, what are you gonna follow that up with? Like, what do you have waiting in the wings? And also, Hasbro, you can't tell me you can't s- sell turtle toys.
1: Yeah, what like, what were you doing, Hasbro? What
0: were you doing? <laughs> were you making bad toys? Because that's another thing. Were you making bad
2: toys?
1: Like, I, people buy, I, I, you, I don't care. You can put fucking Leonardo's face on on like a typewriter and a kid will want to buy it and be like, what's this old computer? <laughs>
0: I don't know, it's got my favorite turtle on it, so I'm
1: in. <laughs> like it, it, they literally sell themselves, so what that's on you guys.
0: Yeah, it's just wild. I'm trying to see who animates TMNT.
2: Where is the studio?
0: yeah genre based on developed by voices of theme opening ending composer country of origin executive where is it no oh, way. it's just it's just made by nickelodeon's animation studio
1: wow nick the animation studio really brought it
0: i thought it was titmouse honestly
1: they it looks like titmouse
0: it. yeah they did it's incredible so definitely like watch the clips going around and i don't know maybe we can save it Hope for somebody <laughs> please Nickelodeon doesn't have anything else planned, so yeah, honestly, it's spe- bad idea.
1: And speaking of animation and programming, uh, we're kind of I'm Lucy, Go- I'm feeling Lucy Goosey, everybody. But <laughs> I, I also I have a list here of current programming on Cartoon Network, <laughs> and just to give you a scope of like what I don't know what cartoons are doing, uh, their current programming is Apple and Onion. Apparently, is not. Cancelled or anything yet? Craig of the Creek. What is that? Apple and Onion. Uh, it's it's an American British show. There's an apple and an onion. If you didn't, do you remember Annoying Orange? It's like one step better, in my opinion.
0: Oh, I've seen They're these like, fellows.
1: Yeah. Uh, I they have Apple and it. Onion, Craig of the Creek, Victor and Valentino, which I've seen in passing and it's very good. Um. Mm. I forgot. Michelle me and Brenda were talking about before we were recording called Mau Mau Heroes of Pure Heart.
2: Mau Mau! Uh,
1: which looks incredible. I don't know anything about it.
0: <laughs> no, I'd never heard of it. I like was Googling and I was just like, excuse me, what is Mau Mau? What <laughs> yeah, does Mau Mau look like?
1: What we've learned since like we literally before we started recording everyone, like twenty minutes ago, <laughs> is it was a short that came out with Titmouse for like a special and then they put it on new grounds, and at some point Cartoon Network picked it up.
0: Yeah, in twenty it started airing in twenty nineteen, and I literally saw nothing about it. Like no. obviously, Mau Mau has not crossed over into the adult Twitter sphere that I live in.
1: So, <laughs> it, maybe it's us.
0: Maybe it's us. Maybe like I, Mau Mao is the big thing now.
1: I want to go find it. Uh, I wonder. Yeah, I feel if like it's I gotta on, watch it. I wonder if it's on HBO Max because they have they're all owned by the same dad. One dad. <laughs> um, so there's mama o, big dad. craig of the craig of the creek victor malentino apollonian ben 10 2016 yes ben 10 <laughs> 2016 <laughs> is that the is that the kid one
0: yeah so that's the one it's um like i'd say look up a picture so you can kind of get a feel for it i'm gonna do that right now
1: oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah I, yeah i know this you one see?
0: yeah so they kind of teen titans go
1: also still going <laughs>
0: still going teen Titans still going um her to be incredibly successful and then like after or sorry after adventure time was also incredibly successful that sort of humor like that kind of like out there wow we're zany random humor kind of got it proved that it was successful which is fair um and so ben 10 got a reboot and when she's 10 again so after we watched him watch our little baby boy grow up he's now 10 again
1: what if he was 10 (laughs)
0: What if he was 10 another time? (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like, instead of like 30 minute episodes, it's like split into two, like 10 minute episodes instead. And they're like more humor based. Mm. And I'm not the demographic because I'm, um, we're both almost 30, Wow. (laughs) which I think about at least once a day.
1: I think about (laughs) updating on my social medias to not say 20 something. (laughs)
0: yeah because like at that point you have to <laughs> you just you can't be like i'm 20 something yeah. no because like when you're like in your 20s you can be like yeah i'm 20 something and you're 29
1: <laughs> <but> <laughs> Shh, don't tell the kids
0: what, once you hit 30 it's like
1: ooh, i'm 30 now I'm 30.
2: oh
1: it's weird to think about like our stuff being like things we grew up with as classics People are like, it's not that old. I'm like, I don't know, guys. We're almost 30. And we called our parents of classics. And they were like in their mid to late 30s. So that seems about right.
0: Yeah, it's like these cartoons at this point are really old. Like, Doug is almost 30. God. <laughs> which is a lot to think about.
1: Time moves forward, huh?
0: Yeah, time keeps on slipping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just going to say those shows I listed are the only... Cartoon Network Studio shows. They have shows. from Warner Brothers Animation, like Teen mm-hmm. Titans Go, we just talked about. Uh, they have some stuff they've bought, like Ninjago is still airing, apparently. How I don't know. As twelve, it's on currently its twelfth season. There's still explain. <laughs> They'll still it, Ninjago. Everyone is like a, it's, it's before the Lego movie. I think. yeah.
0: So it's it yeah. It was pre. It predated the Lego movie. Um, and it was, like, just straight up. I never saw the Ninjago theatrical film. I didn't watch that one. Yeah. Because I didn't care.
1: Um. It's CG Legos.
0: Yeah. So it doesn't have, like, the same, like, kind of humor the Lego movie does, I feel. But maybe it does. I don't know. They- What-
1: (laughs) I've seen some of Ninjago, and they do some stuff with, like, meta, like, we're Lego kind of stuff. Usually with, like, the bad Mm -hmm. guy, like, they'll hit the bad guy and his body will turn around or something like that, but- It tries to be, imagine, like, you're playing Legos with your edgelord best friend, and they make up a story that, for a kid, is kind of cool. It's that. Like, it's literally, like, it's, and so, like, that as a concept is interesting. I think it'd be more interesting if it was, if they, like, did the camera pull out and it was, like, kids playing with Legos, but they don't do that. It's, like, they play it straight. Like, no, this is how it is.
0: Yeah, it's, like, this world, they are just, like, that's what all the Lego specials are are like the non theatrical ones because mm-hmm. theatrical ones exist in a world in which, you know, there are kids and kids are playing with them. And that's the, the crux of the thing. Yeah. Um, but Ninjago, I feel like doesn't do that. No. There's also a Unikitty cartoon. There is
1: a Unikitty cartoon that is, does not really reference the Lego movie at all. Huh? It's just a <laughs> Unikitty cartoon. I don't know. They are like, a, people like Unikitty will make a cartoon.
0: <laughs> yeah it's like Nina Kitty was the breakout star of the Lego movie and she gets her own cartoon <laughs> where she has other unicorn animals this is all I, I've never seen this show no, before I've
1: never once watched it um the other stuff they also still have going is total mm-hmm. the total drama line still airing I knew it still going still going strong when
0: will it when will it die
1: never because they just changed the name like this one's technically total drama-rama but the first total drama we talked about everyone fucking there's one in 2010 there's two in 2010 but there i forget when it first came out anyway it's a canadian animated show i'm not gonna talk about it again i don't like it
0: we're not gonna talk about canada ever again uh
2: but we probably will <laughs> oh no we're gonna talk about
0: canada all right well before we talk about canada um i want to rewind back to 2010 really quick mm-hmm. um i want to talk about kennedy kennedy tarfikovsky
1: let's do it <laughs>
0: Um, in 2010, Gennady... Mm. <laughs> yeah,
1: Samurai Jack Guy.
0: Samurai Jack Guy had another show on Cartoon Network called Symbiotic Titan. Did you ever watch
1: this? I did. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I've heard pretty, like, positive things about it. I didn't have Cartoon Network when this was airing. Mm. <laughs> it aired so very briefly. Um, yeah. this is another one that the rumor is is that Cartoon Network wrote it off on their taxes. Um... I'm on the Wikipedia page right now, and the Wikipedia page says it was written off for financial reasons, <laughs> and there is a source for that. Is that legitimate? We'll never know. But um, that's another one that gets thrown around. There, they're like, yeah, they wrote it off on their their tax their taxes. Yeah, it
1: was um, pretty cool. I enjoyed it. It's one. It ran very short, and then they would rerun the like episodes they didn't make on Adult Swim. So I wonder if also it was like there's this there's a the. One character is like a robot man, robot Titan Mm -hmm. man. Um, Yeah. And there's like a girl character that likes him. And there's one scene where she like gives him a lap dance, ostensibly. Yes. That gets thrown around on the (laughs) internet a lot. Like that aired on Cartoon Network. And I wonder if that happened. And if there was some kind of parent like, whoa.
0: I feel like I've seen worse. I have seen
1: worse, but. (laughs) Yeah. It just takes one parent to see it and freak out.
0: Yeah, that could have been what happened. Um, it had a total of 20 episodes. That's it. Um, it was, like, right alongside the Batman
2: mm. with
0: getting um, completely ignored by the network. And the Batman wasn't a series I enjoyed too much, but that did air on Cartoon Network. Um, I was always very confused about when Bruce Wayne didn't have the cowl on, he had a normal-sized forehead. When <laughs> put the cowl back on, his forehead disappeared. Now, go look that up and tell me I'm wrong where is his forehead i didn't i didn't care for it that
1: much <laughs> I, so is this because there's the batman there's beware the batman cartoon network really just have oh i
0: meant i don't like either the batman or beware the batman but i did mean beware the batman okay that's my fault
1: no that's cool there's a lot of there's a lot of batman going around everyone batman yeah is dc comics but dc comics is under the Warner brother's umbrella for media well now like for a lot of stuff and so cartoon network likes to i'm surprised they haven't had a batman show in a while especially with how popular it is right now
0: yeah they had like a justice league cartoon like pretty recently um but i think we also have just made the perfect batman show and maybe we just need to give up <laughs>
1: I, maybe they have. I feel like they hadn't. I feel like with this DC Phantom thing, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. They're like, there's a new Batman cartoon.
0: But he's wacky.
1: Whoa.
0: <laughs> Whoa, Batman tell the joke.
1: Oh. Not they'll make like a, because they have the Harley Quinn, like DC Universe show. I wouldn't be shocked if they're like a Batman, even though he's in it a lot.
0: He's in it a lot, to the point where it's like, this is supposed to be Harley Quinn show, but um here is Batman bringing Damien a sandwich. Yeah, I see
1: more clips of Batman than Harley Quinn. I don't know if that's just, like, sexism, probably.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Is it, like, just funnier to see Batman in a comedy context? Like, with Harley Quinn, you kind of expect it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe with Batman, you're just like, oh, wow, Batman's funny
1: now. So, the the rough time, like, after seeing, from 2009, we went through... 2010, like, 2010, kind of the, again, P- shows just kind of come out and put the network on their back, like, 2010 rolled around, and Adventure Time was like, uh, hey, and they're like, yeah, we need you to put this on your back, please. Because <laughs> 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 it was pretty much Adventure Time carried the network to 2011, and then our boy Gumball came and started to help to carry the weight.
0: Yeah, um, so Adventure Time premiered in April of 2010. Um, and carried the network until Regular Show showed up in September of that year. And Regular Show was a big deal when it came out. That's true. But they always had to air that one later on in the day, so Regular Show would be on, like, right before Adult Swim. It was. It was
1: the, it was, like, the, it's like the transition show.
0: Yeah, they're like, okay, time to cool down and get ready for adult stuff, hoping they'll just, like, (laughs) kids won't want to watch it. Kids liked Regular Show immensely. I liked Regular Show. I think it was geared towards college, I feel, more. And I was in college, so... A lot
1: of college people I knew liked it a lot. I mean, even looking at it, it's animated more like an adult animation, quote-unquote, than a kid show. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely it is. And the humor's more like... There were like a lot of references to like 80s stuff, you mm-hmm. know, before that was cool, um, and like 90s things. Mm-hmm. And they were... Yeah, it just was definitely geared towards college kids.
1: I think their new show is a just straight-up adult animation.
0: Yeah, that one from the creator... Was it J.G.? jg JG quintel (laughs) he has a new show on um which of the many streaming services uh, at hbo it is an hbo
1: max exclusive Mm,
0: yeah um he just has a straight up has people in it adult show so i've heard it's good i haven't seen it but i heard people like it Mm. yes so adventure time has arrived upon the scene and then regular show has arrived upon the scene um where's gumball oh gumball's still airing so he's yeah. I was like, Gumball's not on
1: this list! Yeah, Gumball, Gumball uh, had its finale last year, June 2019, oh. but it is still... They <laughs> they have not stopped, like, airing reruns, because... <laughs> <laughs> that boy. They they need that boy to carry the show, carry the network. That
0: that boy... He will
1: never rest. He's
0: the, he's the last boy.
1: Well, because they don't... Um, I don't believe they re- run reruns of Steam Universe.
0: Which is wild. Yeah. Steam Universe was such a big deal... And they never run they never run it on the channel.
1: No, it is it is in the list right here of like retired chan like retired shows. Which is buck wild to consider <laughs> everyone. Uh yeah. I went to a Super Universe panel at New York City Comic Con uh last year that was on mm-hmm. like the movie had come out and people are waiting to see like you know, it felt like the ending, like what we were gonna get and that's where Rebecca Sugar announced the epilogue series we got, and mm-hmm. it was in, the, like, I don't, for, I forget the name of the hall, but like, you, you understand, like, Hall H for like San Diego Comic Con, like, it was in New York City Comic Con's Hall H, and it was, mm-hmm. every seat was full. So the thing is, baffling to think that Cartoon Network just doesn't run that, they just like it got done, and they were like, thank God that gay shit's gone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're like, all right, we filled our gay quota for a couple years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, I mean, Gumball's great. Uh, But to think that they keep airing Gumball, but not Steam Universe, which ostensibly has a bigger following, um, is wild.
0: Yeah, I don't know any people who cosplay as Gumball
1: characters. (laughs) So, I would love to see someone try.
0: Yeah, I'm like thinking about it. Here, I'm gonna Google this.
1: I would love. I would really yes. love to see someone do because there's an episode of Gumball where the mom is drawn in like a realistic anime fighting style, where she has like a yes, she's like a human face, but it's blue, and her like hair is like her fur, and she is cat. Like I like that could be cool. That would be a good one.
0: Okay, so I just Googled Gumball Cat Cosplay. I got a couple mm-hmm. good ones. There's a good fursuit here that you can buy on AliExpress. And then I saw a picture of Gumball's mom in a Skippy Tank top, and we're done with the internet right now.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I should have warned you. I don't, I knew, I have, this is like a repressed. I forgot how I knew this. But yeah, people want to fuck Gumball's mom. <laughs> I don't know oh. what it is. She's not, oh, if you've no. never seen Gumball everyone, she's not drawn sexy. <laughs> no one in the no, show is drawn she's sexy. <laughs>
0: She's a cat.
1: Like, literally no one in the show is drawn like that. There is no Lola Bunny character.
0: I didn't even Google Gumball's mom explicitly. (laughs) I just said Gumball cat cosplay. And I got a drawn picture of Gumball's mom in a skimpy tank top. There you go. (laughs) That's the internet, everyone. Anyway, it has been done. So y'all can look that up in your (laughs) own
1: time. (laughs) Beware. Beware. Um... Yeah, because Cartoon Network, like, what are their, let me see, their shows they're rerunning that have ended are We Bear Bears, The Amazing World of Gumball, and they brought back, again, Teen Titans, the, ori- the uh, 2003. Yeah. Which, I've for- it sounds, I mean, is almost like a swan song to me. Like, really, guys, you're gonna, pu- you're gonna pull Teen Titans, like, Teen Titans is great. You gotta pull this 2003 yeah. show for your, like, rerun spots
0: it's like you have this entire oeuvre, <laughs> this whole co- <laughs> this whole collection of cartoon shows um and you're just showing teen titans which didn't originally air on your channel no. if you've forgotten and you know and i can't find anywhere to watch um what's a good example um i don't know you can find samurai jack on everything um Steam whatever Uni- happened to robot jones whatever happened to
1: robot jones steam universe future <laughs> the epilogue series like only aired yeah. once and you can't stream it anywhere <laughs> uh symbiotic titan that we talked about uh i don't know if regular shows streaming anywhere they, yeah. they have a million ben 10s they could air like
0: maybe i want to take a break from detective conan and watch all of ben 10
1: <laughs> generator rex like they have so many things i love rex
2: so much <laughs>
1: uh grim and evil like there's a grim and evil youtube that exists that just airs the show on a 24-hour stream because there's nowhere else to watch it that's wild they're just people who like ripped as many episodes as they could and found and collected them and they just air them in like a youtube stream that's 24 7 and try to not let it go down because they're like i think they got i was reading like they got around it somehow like when they went up there wasn't the rules in place now so if it goes down they may not be able to turn back on
0: Oh wow, yeah. Because for a while it was like a, a there was a small golden age where there were like all of these live YouTube channels just showing like Fairly Odd Parents or Adventure Time, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. just very convenient and really nice. But those days have gone.
1: So it's it's interesting to think like I don't I don't know what like Cartoon Network is. I think all the way back to seeing real, been trying to figure out what they're gonna do, and they don't want to lean into like the things that get popular they're like afraid to keep popular
0: yeah so like another big example is going to be over the garden wall which was a mini series yeah. which is incredibly incredibly popular like there's so much merchandise for this thing that like has like only a couple episodes mm-hmm. um there's like a whole comic book series that i think was still ongoing i think so um there's like a bunch of graphic novels that come out like there's like two a year i think uh, that come out for this Mm -hmm. there's all this merchandise there's t-shirts there's all this stuff and it's like that's something that has only a couple episodes and they show it once a year
1: and that's wild i'm sure i don't know the i don't have the numbers in front of me i'm sure when it airs it i'm sure it does numbers
0: yeah like i feel like it would be an event like oh they're gonna show all over the garden wall because you could watch it all in one sitting Mm -hmm.
1: Well, it's um, it's it's also, like, one of those rare things, like, it's a one-time holiday watch, but it's for the fall. It's, like, you can watch it near Halloween, or you can watch it just in the fall in general, and, like, there's not a lot of things like that that come out that are good. Like, a lot of stuff happens around yeah. Christmas and New Year's, but for, like, a fall thing, like, that's a, that's like a relic to tre- treasure for all ages.
0: hmm Yeah. It's eternal now. Yeah. So good.
1: It's very good. Um...
0: I think Wee Bear Bears got a little popular, but that's over. That's done. That's done. Those bears are done.
1: They they did like the Powerpuff Girls reboot that didn't do too hot. They had the time they had the Tom and Jerry reboot. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> uh,
0: um there was Mighty Magiswords. Swords.
1: Oh yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah.
0: That was bad. They were
1: like we um, have this I, if we have this game. What if it was a show? What if we made a show? That feel like it was a show that felt like you were watching people play a video game in the worst way.
0: Yeah, it was. It was just very weird. It it gave me like a Dave the Barbarian feel. Yeah. Um, like art style wise, mm. um, just not very memorable. <laughs> what else was there? Oh, then there's like currently Infinity Train, which uh, Cartoon Network sat on for several years before yeah. they actually aired it. They
1: they I remember. I saw the pilot for it one day randomly when I was up early for work training at, like, 7 Mm a.m. They, like, just, they just, like, aired it. Then I was like, oh, this looks neat. Like, I assumed it was a show I had missed. And I looked it up and it was like, the pilot will air at 7 a.m. And I was like, why? And then it just, nothing happened for so long that I assumed it must have done bad. And they decided not to make it. instead they were just holding them hostage.
0: They were just sitting on this until they were like, I oh, guess we'll air it." And it's like, "Well, what are you else are you airing?" Exactly. That you can't like take a couple hours to not air Teen Titans Go and just <laughs> please put Infinity Train on television.
1: They the amount of time they spend is go and gum. Like that's like what the for a long time, that's just what the channel was. It was just like Teen Titans Go and Gumball all day. That's that's what you yeah. get, Teen Titans Go and Gumball because networks as we're getting into like these like the twenty the later twenty tens and your 17 now, like network T V is terrified of it.
0: Fan- yeah. It's and like the stakes are stakier than ever because like streaming is so prevalent. Mm-hmm. Like if they like make one wrong move, they lose they lose everyone. Mm-hmm. Like so I get it, it's scary and Teen Titans Go and Gumball are working for now. They're not gonna work forever. Right. Eventually, like the people watching Teen Titans Go are gonna grow up.
1: They're not gonna and they're watch gonna it. Watch... Yeah, Like, Teen Titans Go aired. When did this show start? It started in 2013. So the first audience for Teen Titans Go, if they were seven, they're now they're freshmen in high school.
2: Oh my god!
1: Like they may they might still enjoy like the episode of Teen Titans Go they started with, right? Like when we all enjoyed SpongeBob, but they probably don't enjoy whatever's coming out now. Yeah. And to think, like, there are now seven-year-olds watching it who were born the year it came out, like, it's, it, that's fine. Like, I'm not saying Teen Titans Go could happen forever if they found, like, a way that they just, like, we always get seven-year-olds or whatever. Like, that's fine. I'm not saying they can't do that. But to have Mm -hmm. the backbone of your network be a seven-year-old, like, short animation show geared towards young kids it's that's not a good business plan.
0: <laughs> no. I'm I don't know what the answer is cuz I feel like um cartoons like on cable need to pivot. Yeah. To they need to do try something different. And I think honestly, it might kind of lie in like the late teen kind of demographic mm-hmm. cuz I feel like, you know, all of our friends were really into like Steven Universe mm-hmm. and um Adventure Time mm-hmm. and regular show and over the garden wall was the one i was trying to
1: remember or even even like Um, stuff like gumball that just did something different like i was like i've never seen a show do this kind of mixed media animation like this is amazing
0: and it's funny like in a way that and i watched the copycat episode of gumball because i love it so much (laughs) it's funny in a way that like kids can like but like also like people our age can like too like it's just is funny and I feel like that's going to have, like, a wider appeal to it than just, like, Teen Titans Go, which is, like, kid, most of the time, kid humor. Right. There's, you know, there's a couple good bits. I've talked about it before. But, um, yeah, I think it's just got to, they have to pivot and maybe stop thinking about toys so much. Mm-hmm. Especially now that there aren't any toy stores, really. Yeah. And, like, kids are kind of more, like, digital than ever, which is just, it's the truth. Yeah, I mean, um,
1: like, I love toys, but it's... And we, I think we've talked, I don't know if we've talked about it in the podcast, but I know we've talked in, like, just life before, like, a lot of these people who run these networks and the companies who receive them are older white men. That's just, like, how society mm-hmm. set up. And so they're still thinking with that, like, 80s businessman mentality that's, like, we air this for four months and then we sell, like, toys for, I mean, make, like, four million dollars or something, you know, like. But that's just not how it works anymore. Like, like kids aren't buying toys. You're lucky if your kid downloads the free app game. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like not every kid is gonna have access to like a phone to download the app game yeah, either. Like, um, yeah,
1: it's almost like you gotta. They have to be thinking. It's weird. Like, like I said earlier, like these businesses are controlling the art people are making, mm-hmm. and so it makes it where like the business is like we want like. I don't want to take anything away. I don't know these people personally. Maybe the current, like, head of Cartoon Network loves cartoons. From what I've read about him, he seems to love, like, making entertainment kids. That's great. Mm -hmm. He still has to answer the people who want to make money.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, even if he likes the cartoons, someone's going to be like, all right, well, we're not, our coffers are not full of cash. I
1: cannot fucking Scrooge McDuck into a pile of money. I don't care, can't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. Um, We're finally getting to see, like, some more diverse creators Mm -hmm. kind of come into um, cartoons, like Craig of the Creek and um, Victor and Valentino. Mm -hmm. I don't know who made Mau Mau.
1: Let me... I have Mau Mau pulled in. Mau Mau. uh, Oh. Created by Parker Simmons, who does not have a page. Uh, Well, then. And the story is by Akira Mark Fujita, uh, Hmm. Michael Maloney, and Parker Simmons. I'll, I'll try and figure out parker simmons story uh yeah who is he who are you parker <laughs> simmons but yeah so like we're getting more unique stories i mean uh just going off of the name one of the people connected to this samurai story is at least japanese ancestry person mm-hmm. uh,
0: which is good which is
1: good thank god
0: <laughs> hopefully it's not a cb Sobolski type situation
1: oh here i think this is the picture of the uh yeah so it someone can correct me this page is in spanish um (laughs) but it looks like from what i can understand the creator seems to be a black person a possibly person of of asian descent and a white person uh Hmm. if someone out there is a bigger fan of mau mau and parker simmons and their team please like correct us if we're wrong this is it is very hard to find out things about Animation, like if you're not Gindy Tricarfrey, like people don't Gershi? people don't know who you are, which is <laughs> rough.
0: Yeah, it's changing though, because like we know, like Rebecca Sugar is a big name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's changing, yeah. like the people behind, like we know Noel Stevenson. Yeah, we know Bike. Oh, Bike. <laughs> oh, Bike.
1: But, Yeah. Yeah. So it's just weird because you know it's to this effect of Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon being like the big two for a long time well big three like this these big three creators of animation like they kind of controlled i mean they controlled stuff to the point like we've talked about before we we just thought cartoons were bad because they were all making bad cartoons for so long
0: yeah and that was everyone our age during that time felt that cartoons were bad and i feel like cartoons there was like a tiny golden age Mm -hmm. cartoons were really good 2010, 2014 ish. Mm-hmm. I think that was the second golden times. So, I would say so. Um, That's
1: around, like, Yeah. we had Adventure Time and Regular Show and Steven Verse and Gumball just come Gumball. out. And...
0: Some people like Uncle Grandpa, I guess. Yeah,
1: I couldn't Uncle Grandpa, but I can understand, like, people saw it in the absurdity line of Cartoon Network stuff, mm-hmm. which they definitely had. I, I gotta give them credit. They definitely had a lot of absurd shows. Um, I just moved on from that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I need. Character development. <laughs> and that's really, yeah. It's like Adventure Time had like the and then it had like um, very serious moments mm-hmm. too. So I was like, yeah, I'm here for that. Uh, but I am 30 almost, and I need character development.
1: I need characters that I care Please, I would like to Please. cry about these fake children.
0: <laughs> I want them to show growth. I want to see them succeed. <laughs>
1: um, and so you brought up Rebecca Sugar and Noel Stevenson. I think it's so interesting because those two. We're both interviewed recently in this very lengthy interview that I will probably post on Twitter. Um, but
0: I think did you already share it on our Twitter? I think
1: I did. I'll probably share it. I just really love it. We'll that do it interview. again. It's good. It's if yeah. you didn't read it, it's good. But in that, Rebecca Sugar talks about how, um, from the beginning they kinda they were like Steam Universe is gonna be a very gay show. And mm-hmm. they were excited because fans were picking up on a lot of the signaling that people do when they're in those communities and have hidden. Uh, -hmm. and after, I think it's after the big episode airs, uh, Prison Break, which is where Stronger Than You airs, and you find out that Garnet's effusion is, 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 like, gay, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. is canonically, like, two characters that love each other that are femme, because Rebecca Sugar's like, all the gems are gender non-binary, but they're fine with she, her pronouns, um, Mm -hmm. where you find out, like, Ruby and Sapphire are a couple, and Garnet's, like, the living uh embodiment of their relationship um Trying <laughs> got to cry i learned like, <laughs> it so much it's so good um and that's like really beautiful and like that episode aired and they're like you know they got called into the studio like exact office to talk after like the episode aired um mm-hmm. and the studio is actually like, going over the storyboards and which is something that happens like execs go over what creators are making you know that's part of their job Mm -hmm. and you know the execs finally caught on that it was gay (laughs) and told them straight (laughs) and told them straight up like yeah but don't make it too gay and they're like well one too late (laughs) already gay (laughs) and you know they they really in this interview they really thanked fans like because they wouldn't have been able to keep pushing and keep going and doing what they were doing if the fan like fans made it clear like if this show goes you're done uh Mm -hmm. period point blank like if you censor this show and Rebecca Sugar leaves like Steam and Universe is how Cartoon Network got to keep being a network in my opinion like it they had some good shows going but as the Steam and Universe fandom pulled out and stopped like I paid to have um Hulu live tv to watch the epilogue series and put that in my survey like oh, why are you leaving? Well, the Steven Universe epilogue's done, so I don't need a reason to watch cable anymore. Like, <laughs> I
0: just wanted to watch Steven Universe. <laughs> and
1: so it's like, they are getting this influx of like viewership and money and merch and all that stuff. And that's why like being outspoken about the art you like and supporting it properly, everybody.
0: <laughs> hey, everyone, don't pirate.
1: <laughs> is very important. There's a lot of discourse going around because Kiss Anime went down people Kiss anime. should pirate their art, and I'm just here to tell you, please support art properly. <laughs> or it will not get I understand you're like, oh well pirating is how we still have no too. Cool. I am not talking about saving lost media. That is a yeah. like, completely different conversation.
0: If it's stuff that like you just cannot get no matter what I will let that, that's fine. I've done, I do it too. Sometimes that's the only way to watch like Motor City, I think is totally unavailable everywhere. Um, and like the original episodes of Conan nowhere, Nowhere. just dead. They're just gone. And like, that's totally fine. Like if you're like, this isn't available, I can't buy it. I can't do it. Like, um, then yeah, sure. Go ahead. Because you physically cannot, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you like not to watch a thing because it's inaccessible due to laws or whatever right. but like you know something like steven universe which the continuation of that thing that you love depends on them seeing the success mm-hmm. you need to, you need to make the effort mm-hmm. you really do
1: like it's it's listen if you're like i can't afford Crunchyroll, but i really want to watch my hero call like hit me up Crunchyroll's like 10 bucks or whatever a month like i got you like you don't need to go steal it please
0: yeah, like, your friend, like, I, I'll share some passwords. I don't have a lot of room left on mine because my family uses all my stuff, too. But, <laughs> you know, like, if you need a Crunchyroll and you're a close butt of mine, yeah, I'll give you the password. Just um, ask. Just ask. It's like, you know, Crunchyroll's not that expensive, but if you can't afford it, I'll help you. <laughs> it,
1: it's. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying you can't afford it, you shouldn't be able to watch it, but I am saying if you're complaining on Twitter... You could probably get it if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> um. And that's all I got on that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's very interesting because the network, uh, Cartoon Network just got a new, like, again, they keep shifting. They have a new headhead. Head. He is Tom Ashiam. He's the president mm. of Warner Brothers, Global Kids, Young Adults, and Classics, which oversees Cartoon Network, Grim Ring, Adults, and uh, mm.
2: Um,
1: And our boy Tom here uh he... Tom is back. <laughs> um, just what I thought was interesting about him is the places he's worked before is Noggin, which was Nickelodeon's like preschool channel. Uh, mm-hmm. he worked as an exec at Nickelodeon for a bit as well. He um was the manager for Sesame Workshop, which is like Sesame Street and stuff for a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and he was also he worked for a bit at Freeform. He was the president of Freeform, which is like a teen tween channel. Yeah, formerly ABC Family. Formerly ABC Family. And now he runs, like, the Cartoon Network stuff. So I, I, and that is, like, this year. That happened, like, in the middle of this pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. So we might see another shift. I'm sure we'll see some rebranding from Cartoon Network over the next few years as he gets settled in. Um, And maybe he'll have some great ideas for animation. I don't know. He's done a lot with, like, younger kids. And I love stuff that I can relate to. I love mm-hmm. Steam Universe and she and, like, Craig of the Creek and, like, those are, those are, like, good all-ages stuff. Um. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be upset if he had some great ideas for, like, like, what are, who's working in animation doing stuff for, like, younger kids? Like, kids who, like, yeah, they like cartoons because they're for, but, like, who's making stuff for them? Because they, they deserve stuff, too.
0: Yeah, it's, like, that kind of media. Like, if it comes to pass that, like, that's more successful for Cartoon Network to kind of lean towards that and make, like, good, strong stuff for younger demographic, mm-hmm. that's incredibly important because we can't forget how um, revolutionary Sesame Street was. Mm-hmm. We have a guy who worked at Sesame Street. Sesame Street as a thing that exists is, like, incredibly important. Yeah. And if we can get more things... <laughs> Similar to Sesame Street, that would be great. That'd be amazing.
1: Um, I, I mean, you know, go ahead.
0: Yeah, as much as I would like to see like stuff geared towards me, I'm an adult, and there's already a lot of stuff that's supposed to be geared towards my age demographic mm-hmm. that I just don't care about. But you know, if I have to step aside and be like, yeah, Cartoon Network's going to be for younger kids now, I'll,
2: I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it.
1: I'll do Absolutely.
0: it. I just want good cartoons <laughs> for people to
1: watch. Like it's like I think about. We got to grow up with like some great young kid stuff. Like a lot of it was live action. I think of like Barney and Sesame Street and Gullah Gullah Island. But we also had like Blue's Clues, which was like mostly animated. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my siblings were kids when Dorothy Explorer was out, and I would watch it with them. And I had to like watch all my younger siblings, and it was like, like I was not entertained because I was not a preschooler. But it was really it was to. I don't think people understand how like revolutionary it was to have like Doherty Explorer be like a protagonist character for preschoolers in a white Western yeah. society.
0: Yeah. It was and like she's like very aggressively teaching you how to speak Spanish, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, you go, Dora.
1: So I would you know, I wouldn't be upset if they found like their stride for that. I mean they have they have some great stuff in the works, like we said, like Mau Mau is out there and we'll try and find a way to watch that. Craig of the Creek is great. I've mm-hmm. I've seen Victor and Valentino once while i was in a hotel in the lobby so i couldn't hear it but i'm like this looks incredible
0: the animation style looks really cool um that's another one i'm gonna have to watch if i can figure out where yeah i'll
1: see <laughs> it might be up on HBO max in which case i can hit you up and share a password because i want to support <gasps> people <laughs> friendship.
0: friendship i'm seriously considering canceling my netflix once i see gretz go though that's fair yeah, I'm just like, what are you doing? They're
1: not, They're not. hey, they get that She-Ra, though. They get that She-Ra. People really want more She-Ra.
0: If there is more She-Ra, my Netflix is definitely staying, for sure. But really, like, all I watch now is a Gretzko.
1: Yeah, I watched Umbrella Academy season two, and I have, like, mm-hmm. I I watched She-Ra, and then Netflix, like, went back in the shelf, and then Umbrella Academy came out, and I dusted it off. And yeah, I've just been, mm-hmm. I've also been just, like... Cruise and hbo max finding like trying to find like cartoon network shows that i missed because yeah same parent company
0: yeah hbo max has a lot going for it it's got like all of like the dc stuff now because dc universe is effectively (laughs) dead dying it's just completely dead at at, like fandom they're gonna be like oh yeah universe is dead
1: please just give me the harley quinn show it's not up there yet that's like
0: it's not up there yet i don't
1: believe so that's like what they're holding on to i'm pretty sure that's like dc universe is like but we still have the harley quinn show
0: (laughs) everyone likes the harley quinn show
2: uh
1: the only other weird fact i had about cartoon network everybody is canada didn't get cartoon network until uh 2016 this is wild (laughs) this is
0: completely absurd (laughs) um oh no not
1: 2016 uh 20 where 2012 yes 2012, thank
0: you. (laughs) I was going to say, I was like, 2016, this information goes against the information that you told me yesterday. Yeah,
1: so Canada (laughs) did not have Cartoon Network officially. They used to air Cartoon Network stuff on Teletoon, which, from what I can figure out, is their like, kids, one of the kids' cartoon channels? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then...
0: There's like, Teletoon and YTV, I think, are the two big ones. Yes,
1: and YTV is what they bring a lot of the, like, the total drama stuff is from YTV. Um... For Cartoon Network. And it was, it's a dual feed network, which means it has separate Eastern and Pacific schedules and feeds. So you can watch Mm -hmm. Cartoon Network Eastern, which is what we get here in, like, Michigan. And then there's Pacific. I don't know what they do for, like, the rest of the country. There's two other time zones. I guess they just have to (laughs) deal.
0: Yeah, they just, uh, because we have that here, too. Like, we've got Cartoon Network East and West, too, Mm -hmm. on cable. Which is always nice because if you missed something, oh, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh, I can catch it on West." So I think it kind of just evens itself out in the rest of the country somehow. That was my we don't know. That how. was
1: my like MLG programmer strat was like, "Ah, oh, I missed it. Wait, in three hours, it'll be on again on West."
0: <laughs> yeah, and then you're ready. All right, let's pause for one moment. I just happened to turn Twitter on, and someone shared something from Cartoon Network, oh. and it's a tweet. That just says, stream the all new series, The Fungies, available now on HBO Max. This is from Cartoon Network. So I just have to look at this really quick. Yeah. This is the future of animation. I don't like it. I hate it. What is this? Oh my god. Please, Austin, look it up.
1: HBO Max original.
0: Why is Cartoon Network sharing this? Why is this a dinosaur? Well, what? It got,
1: it's It's from Cartoon Network Studios.
0: On HBO? Yeah,
1: it's Cartoon Network Studios, but gonna be HBO Max exclusive.
0: Is this the future of Cartoon Network?
1: They announced it in 2019, it looks like, on Comic-Con.
0: Oh my god, I've never heard of this before.
1: This art is a lot Um, like, it's like, it feels like Adventure Time meets Chowder.
0: Yeah, like the backgrounds are very Chowder-esque.
1: But it has those like simple, like the simple faces from the like animal, the fruit people in Adventure Time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. This dinosaur... I actually kind of like the dinosaur. Ah! Oh, okay, that got a laugh out of me. <laughs> and then it went right back to being bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it news it's streaming today!
0: Oh my St- god, are we gonna have to watch this? streaming
1: August <laughs> 20th? Fungies. That's right now.
0: Oh my god! Huh. <laughs> I have things to do today. I can't watch the fungies. <laughs> the fungies.
1: I wonder if it's the all of, is it do you think it's like the whole season or are they gonna do weekly? I don't know. Yeah, so... Stream the all-new series. Yeah.
0: All right, well, hey, podcast. Um, we're, we're back. back.
1: I, I don't know how um, much of that will keep, but there's our live <laughs> react to the Fungies trailer.
0: Yeah, Um. Brennan Austin, live react to Fungies. Um, so, yeah, it looks like uh Cartoon Network Studios is developing things exclusively for HBO Max, so um, that's a new wrench in the
2: cogs. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, that... And I feel like that's what the future of these networks are going to be like. I don't know what the world looks like if cable dies there are a lot of very powerful companies that are very invested in cable so it will probably always exist as long as those companies exist like AT&T went through a lot of work to own Cartoon Network <laughs> um,
0: they wanted it they want everything though <laughs> AT&T is just like absorbing anything it yeah
1: can. they're just eating eating them all up they're looking at that mouse and they're like one day one day old man <laughs> I'm
0: coming for you Mickey Mouse <laughs> <laughs> it's me, the A and T and T globe, and I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your ears.
1: <laughs> I can see. Can you see the fucking A and T globe with Mickey Mouse ears? Because I can now.
0: No, oh, that's so cursed. <laughs> hey, fun fact: Comcast almost did a buyout of Disney in the
1: '80s. That would be hell.
0: Yeah, so it's, like, that's the one time where you're, like, rooting for Disney. Like, when you hear this whole story go down, you're, like, rooting for Disney because you're just, like, yeah, you can't let Comcast win.
1: <laughs> um, but at team went through a lot of work to own Cartoon Network, so I doubt they'll ever let it die. But with HBO Max now, like, becoming a pretty bi- pretty quickly a powerhouse, because um, they introduced this really interesting idea of streaming where, like, the things that they're airing, like, Lovecraft County came out on Sunday, and it came out at the exact mm-hmm. same time on HBO Max so there was no waiting there wasn't like because hulu would do like a few days or the next day you know like it was just like yeah at nine o'clock when it airs you can also like nine o'clock you can refresh and start as soon as everyone starts watching it
0: yeah so if someone has like is does it air on hbo yeah or okay so if you have hbo you can watch it and if you have hbo max you can watch it at the exact same time so they can take that data and accurately see like who all came to the premiere Mm -hmm. of this thing That's very smart.
1: And that could be the future of these... Like, Cartoon Network has this funnel now. Like, their studios can make animations for HBO Max that also they may not be allowed to air on their, like, quote-unquote kids' network.
0: Yeah, so maybe we could potentially see, like, kind of more, like, late teen 20s-something cartoons Mm -hmm. that aren't, like, as um, off-putting as things on Adult Swim.
1: Right. It's a good median because I could see stuff like... Uh, Infinity Train doing well on HBO Max and finding like a good mm-hmm. footing and a fandom, but like I said, if Cartoon Network wants to be the Teen Titans Go and preschool channel, it could easily shift to that because more more young kids are watching like cable and network TV. Because I can't I can't imagine as a parent trying to find like safe streaming to let like let your kid just have on you know yeah um
0: no, that was like a whole thing last year. <laughs> streaming is not safe,
1: so. You know, a lot of households with families like still have cable and it's shifting that older older kids, older teens are like streaming stuff or watching YouTube and younger kids are watching TV because their parents aren't letting them just use like the internet unsupervised. Yeah. Uh which is wise. It's a good idea. And yeah, I think I think that's that would be exciting. Uh, uh animation is very near and dear to me and Brenda's Hearts if you haven't told from our mm-hmm. podcast that is mostly covered <laughs> animation so far. <laughs>
0: We were like all nerd things, and then we're just Couchons. like cartoons. <laughs> love them. Love me some cartoons. Well, really quick before we we adjourn mm-hmm. this podcast, I just want to mention this uh, this podcast I discovered yesterday.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's put out by Crunchyroll, and it's called "Anime in America: The Birth of a Multicultural Phenomenon." This is wild. Please listen to this podcast because it's about like the history of like how anime came
2: oh, wow. to
0: America. Um, it involves a lot of daisy-chaining VCRs together. Huh. <laughs> it's so... It's absolutely wild. Um, so, I was having a blast listening to this, sounds, so... it sounds rad. Yeah, yeah so, it, I know they have significantly more reach than we do. Yes. But this is something I enjoyed <laughs> immensely, and I want everyone to know it.
1: I mean, that sounds really cool, and also saves us from doing an anime episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, it talks about, like, fan-subbing, it talks about, like, um... What the first, um, like, serialized cartoon was, um, which was Space Battleship Yamato, yep. which I think was localized here as Star Blazers.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I'm um, sure.
0: Yeah. It's just very fascinating, the lengths. We have it so easy these days, because these people just, <laughs> they, like, watch, like, Lupin the Third, just in Japanese, and just, like, have people kind of commentating, like, yeah, this was going on. Like, they could not get reliable subbed anime. Wow in the 80s it's so incredible please listen to it that's
1: interesting to think about because like i feel like it's one of those things like we grew up with toonami as an action anime block mm-hmm. and then like kids wb had like you pokemon and like that there are a lot of people older in our generation by like 10 plus years that you think about like oh adults were into it but these adults are probably people trying to watch anime in the 80s that just couldn't <laughs> Yeah, so they must have been like they were losing their mind. They're like, "Oh my god, anime! English anime!"
0: It's just in English. I don't have to guess what's going on. Like these people were like learning Japanese so they could watch these shows and like having their own little conventions. And people were bringing like five hundred dollar VCRs to like show these like movies that people were like trying like trying to get out of Japan. <laughs> so,
2: wow,
0: there were businesses that popped up. Please listen. I I don't want to spoil everything.
1: Oh, it's so good. Yeah, the idea of... I won't do a convention because yeah, the history of conventions is also very oh. interesting, like, how people those There's... Listen, to everybody. This is... I feel like our... We will keep talking about cartoons, but it feels like a very mm-hmm. capstone moment in talking about cartoons for a while. Me and Brenda love a lot of shit.
0: <laughs> I love things. <laughs> uh,
1: but to my little summary, in short, is, like, cartoons and animation are a very powerful medium and i think they're gonna have to change to stay relevant i feel like we got our first glimpse of that with she-ra like being she-ra and voltron like both being netflix shows um and proving that they didn't have to air on like a cable network and have like a toy line and all this stuff to be popular Mm -hmm. and i just hope that studios take note and see what people want from animation and if they need to make money figure it out later
0: yeah we've come a long way from Hanna-Barbera. Just get it out the door as fast as you can. animation. Yes. It's art now. It always was art, but I think now we have the time to treat it more like art and instead of treating it as a thing that will bring studios
1: money absolutely Shouts out to gindy. yeah, I, I still think gindy is gindy's Gindy might be the blueprint,
0: yeah. Gendy did great. You're doing great, Gendy. Keep thanks doing Cindy. it. thanks, I'll say, thanks I'll buddy say your thanks, right. buddy. one day. Sorry. it's not today. Bubby. It's, uh, it's not, <laughs> not going to be it's going to be the last episode of the podcast.
1: <laughs> that's how you I'll say it right and you're like we're done. We've done it.
0: <laughs> All right, that's that's a wrap. And it's also a wrap for this week's episode of Secret Myster- Secret Mysteries Nerd Histories.
1: <laughs> secret Secret ner- Nerd Secrets Mysteries Incorporated.
0: <laughs> Inc. <ink. laughs>
1: uh, where can yeah. people find the music?
0: Our music is provided by Freedom Trail Studios. You can find them on YouTube.
1: You can find us on Twitter at Nerd Mysteries. Uh, the Twitter might be a little silent as you're listening this week. I am, As you listen to this podcast, I am on vacation. Safely.
0: Austin's Austin is taking a well-earned vacation, so maybe I will try to post on the Twitter a little more. I was good at that, that poll. Or it wasn't a poll. Last week you said that the episode was delayed because of the... Um, the virus from scooby <laughs> yeah. and chase and i wanted to put a poll up that was just like do you think the, the virus from scooby-doo is
2: hot
1: <laughs> i mean the answer is yes right yes right
0: um anyway that's why i don't touch the twitter
1: very often <laughs> You're you're more than welcome <laughs> in the Twitter, Brenda. I, I just know I I Thank live you. on Twitter. And you can find me on my Twitter where I live at Sailor Scout Austin. At Sailor S C T Austin.
0: I also live on Twitter, but I live in my my own personal Twitter um on my phone. And that you can find that at at Batman and Sabin. B-A-T-M-A-N-S-O-B-B-I-N.
1: Uh yeah, and that's that's it for us and Cartoon Network. There's a bunch more, I'm sure we'll come back. Like, so do Adventure Time. Probably one on just Gindy, and mm-hmm. he's done a lot of shit. But that is that is it for our first three parter, everybody.
0: Wow, that was so much. But I think we needed to split it up like that because there was a lot to talk about, yeah. and like we might talk about Adventure Time down the line, or like some other
1: like maybe over the Garden Wall yeah, around the Halloween times, yeah, that could be the fun. Fall times. We'll, yeah, I really I will probably do like live action cool. Stuff. We there's a there's a lot of great ideas that want to stay tuned. Uh,
0: stay tuned, keep listening, keep, and um. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. Hey, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts now, so please make sure to give us a five star yes. review. Um, to negate the one person who gave us a one star yeah, review.
1: I, hey, if you're a listening, one star review person, you're a coward. <laughs> Leave a review. You didn't write me any-
0: an absolute. You didn't tell us what's wrong. How can we improve if you do not you tell
1: absolute, us how to improve? You absolute coward. Like, uh, uh, hey, everyone, leave a five-star review. If you think we're five stars, if you don't think we are, leave a review. Like, type words. Let us, give us feedback. We're open to criticism. Be like,
0: I think Brenda's cat is in, it shows up too much.
1: <laughs> I, Austin <laughs> doesn't understand digital, like, and keeps talking over Brenda. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, if Brenda mentions to take a code one more time, I swear to God... <laughs> You don't understand. This is my life. I'm currently writing a Detective Conan Scooby Doo crossover. Yeah,
1: I cannot fucking (laughs) for that.
0: Oh, I haven't written anything in so long.
1: But here we go. And then we're going to do our Batman SpongeBob.
0: Yes, that comes next.
1: So stay tuned. Yeah, leave us a review. Tell someone about the show. Apple Podcasts is a very, very finicky service in that if people don't review us, we get grouped in with like Joe Rogan, and I really don't want that. (laughs)
0: I don't like it. We're better than him. We'll always be better than him. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Until, Until the next mystery, everybody. See ya. Goodbye.